Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back to the Kidmen Huddle. Uh, You might be able to hear it in my voice, but it is January and I've already caught two separate colds. So let's hear it for Kentucky weather. (laughs) But I want to talk about your ministry space and is it welcoming to visitors? Um, Having stepped down from church staff, I've been in a position that I have not been in my entire adult life, and that is the ability to go and visit other churches. Uh, you guys know how much work it is to to find a sub, right? To prep all of the things and get the subs. I would have to be really, really sick, like stomach bug sick, to miss church. It was just more hassle than it was worth. Plus, I wanted to be there with my babies. I wanted to be the one pouring into them. So as an adult, no longer serving in church staff, my family has had the freedom to visit a couple of other churches. Now we're super not adventurous and we haven't visited a ton, but um, over the last few months, we visited a couple of different churches. And I want to just give to you a couple things that I observed maybe as some cautionary or encouragement advice for you. Um, We did three different churches we visited in person since stepping down at my last church. And just a couple things as a mom. Now, I'll give you my children's ministry leader um, tidbits later. But as a mom who is very uh, cautious about letting her child uh, experience things without mommy. I'm just going to call it like it is. I am an overprotective mama bear, right? I know that my child is going to be safest with me. I know that spiritually... If I'm in charge, I know exactly what my child is being fed. So that is, that is my preference. But um, my daughter at six now, we know that she would be able to know when, when something wasn't right. Um, from a safety perspective, she could run and get help. And, and the places that we went were... Um, more secure enough for, for this mama bear to feel safe. So I'll start with the first church that we went to. And no, I'm not giving you names. Sorry. We, this was a larger church, very large church. And we walked in, they did a great job greeting. They had a couple layers of greeters, but it was the, Hey, we're glad you're here. Kind of. Now this is not a traditional church. So there's no bulletins or, or stuff like that. But the one downside is you see me walking in with a child and no one told me anything about children's programming. Now, could it be that I kind of walk with confidence? So I was walking like I knew where I was going, even though I didn't. It could be. But nobody in layers of greeters told me about the children's programming option. So that was a that was a negative for this mama. Now, in that instance, we did not send our daughter to the programming, but had I wanted to, I would have then had to find out where does my kid go? Side nugget of coolness with this particular place, their, um, their chairs, the back of the chairs had a QR code that linked it to the church to where you could find out more information or give your tithe or whatever. And I thought that was a very unique idea 
that about every other chair, the back of it had a QR code. So that was fun. Um, second church that we visited, smaller church. We walked in, we were greeted, but again, this, this church was small enough to have a family that doesn't normally attend there. So their people would notice. Also guys, if you've seen me, I kind of stand out. I've got spiky hair and bright lips and big earrings, right? So, I mean, you would, you would remember if I was at your church or not. <laughs> um, we were not informed at all anything about children's programming. In fact, we walked past the children's programming, which was not clearly marked. So it wasn't, you know, a big banner, a big sign saying, whatever, whatever, kids. None of that was there. So we walked past it. We walked into the sanctuary. There is a note in the bulletin saying when, or, or that there was children's programming, but that was it. Now we asked someone we knew at this church and they didn't have kids. So they were unaware. We had to go and find details. We wanted to send our child to the children's programming. We had to find out the details. Um, so for me, that's a, Mm, because what if we didn't know someone there that we could ask and find this out? Would we feel comfortable enough or would we just make our kid tough it out with us? A couple of things I thought this church did do well. They had a secure check-in system. So dad took little miss, got her registered. Um, fun fact, if you are using, which I mean, pretty much everybody uses the same kind of, you know, peel it off, stick it on your clothes. It does not stick to crushed velvet dresses, which at Easter or Christmas time, you know what little girls are wearing? At least my little girl, velvet. Um, so the makers of the check-in sticker labels, maybe we should think about velvet dresses <laughs> and those stickers. Um, but in all seriousness, it, it really didn't stick. So she had to hold it, but it was fine. So she had the sticker. Um, their church dismissed after a couple of songs. So you have the corporate worship element, which I really like. The church we are attending now um, does not have that. And we've had people ask us like, oh, you have two kids? Because my little one is with the kids group. Now that's something I hope will change soon. But I love some corporate worship. I love and see the value in boys and girls worshiping with the church body. But most importantly, standing beside mom and dad as they worship. So kids were dismissed. I love that the, the, um, workers, volunteers, teachers, however you want to call them, they stood at the door. They waited for the kids to go. Um, so my nervous little gal didn't get lost. She wasn't that nervous. There were children. She was happy. Um, their kids leaders all had t-shirts, so they're easily identifiable. I enjoyed that as a mom. But on the flip side, I am very traditional when it comes to church. And for example, on a Sunday morning, I have never worn jeans. It's not me. It's, it was just ingrained in me. Now, I'm not shaming you if you do. Like, you do you, girl. Um, I got nothing against it. Just me personally, I like to wear my dresses. Now, I'll wear dress pants, uh, but I don't wear jeans. So... For me, if I were leading a ministry and I had all of my workers wearing a t-shirt, I wouldn't want to do that. T-shirts are fun. I love designing 
ministry t-shirts. Um, so yeah, take that for what it's worth. It was good to be very identifiable, but on the flip side, I like to dress up for church. So, mm. um, and then picking up our child from a visitor standpoint, it wasn't exactly clear what the process was, but it was secure. Um, there just, it wasn't, that one didn't have a good flow with the line. Um, there also wasn't a lot of engaging with a new family. So, um, and then third church, very small. Um, they knew who we were before. So no check-in system. Um, and the one that I really could be a safety issue is they didn't ask, uh, you know, without, without a check-in portal where it's saying name, information, all that, they didn't verbally ask if your child has any allergies. Now, thankfully, my gal does not. Uh, most parents I've seen children with severe allergies are very good about communicating that. But if you are a small church that does not have a check-in system, you absolutely need to verbally ask that. Um, because there are some crazy allergies out there. You guys, I'm sure have ran into it. Things that you wouldn't think a child could be allergic to that they are, and it could be, um, very fatal. So if you get into children's church or Sunday school or whatever, and you realize you have not asked about allergies, I recommend you hold off on any snack. Don't let them eat any candy, send it home because that is a situation you don't want to make a mistake in when a child's life is at danger. So that's a couple of observations. Um, and I just really want to encourage you. Maybe you should get a friend, a family member, um, or Hey, give me a call. I'll come down and I'll visit your church and walk through this process. You obviously could, you know, tell your people, pretend you don't know me, but they do know you. So it wouldn't work with you. You need someone that they've not seen evaluate how welcoming is your church to visitors. You want it to be welcoming. The goal is to have new families, new members coming and hearing the life-changing message of Jesus at a church. But hey, you know, you want it to be your church because we do like seeing not just lives change, eternities change, but we do want to see growth numerically in our church. So is your church welcoming? Are families being greeted? Just the, hey, we're glad to see you. That needs to be happening. There needs to be multiple points. Um, because I don't want to go to a church where it didn't feel welcoming. Do you? But then from a family perspective, when a family with kids is walking in, is it very clear where the child is supposed to go. Now, obviously give them the option. They might feel more comfortable with child remaining in worship, or you might have a corporate worship mentality, however you do it. But if there are any offerings for children, is that being clearly articulated to visitors? Are they being invited to it? Because I feel very strongly that a visiting mom and dad shouldn't have to search and find out if there is something for the kids that their child can attend, it shouldn't be 
a country club kind of feel invite only. So how is that being articulated? Is there clear signage for the children's department to where they can easily see? Or are they having to walk around and find it? Are you training not necessarily your children's ministry greeters, but your church greeters? You're standing at the front door of the church, handing out bulletins, high fives. We're glad you're here, greeters. Are they being trained to recognize visiting families and informing them where the children's area is? They need to be. Um, If you're doing bulletins or if you have that scrolling announcements, are they letting families know where they can send their kid? Like I said, one of the churches, I saw it in the bulletin, but it didn't tell me where to go. And I didn't see clear signage. So I didn't know. And I had to find somebody to ask. And then who do I ask? We want to be visiting or we want to be welcoming for visiting families. So what score would you give your church? And then what changes need to happen to make sure that kids are not just safe and secure? I don't know how you're addressing the sticker on velvet dress thing, but hey, let us know if you figure that out. Are they safe and secure? But is your ministry welcoming? Is your church welcoming? Inviting and clearly articulating what is being offered where and how you can be a part. So there's your homework assignment for the week. Um, Maybe find someone to go visit your church. You walk through the process, see what you're observing, um, invite. There are lots of lots of ministry friends who do consulting. You can give me a call. If you live close-ish to me, I'll uh, come visit and, and tell you my findings. But be prepared to maybe not get a positive review. Because I bet we kind of take for granted. We think we are. But we want to make sure that we're welcoming because, man, Jesus himself, he was so welcoming to the kids. He wanted them there. And I know you all do too. You want boys and girls to come and hear the life-changing message of Jesus. So make sure that's happening in your church. And remember, what you do matters.